Power Law 4. Proceed with caution. Chinese people are collectivistic by nature. They rely on each other and their network. There is no I as an individual. The Chinese need to trust each other as if their lives depended on it. This is why they have developed a defense system based on the Chinese stratagems. And this is why you will always be tested. And this is also why it takes a great amount of time, effort and patience to become part of the inner loop. The Chinese stratagems provide a useful guide for Westerners to learn and quickly diagnose business negotiating techniques. They include strategic behavior in general and traps in particular. The latter may develop when a Westerner does not respect Chinese cultural behavior. Making simple mistakes can have detrimental impact, hardening the interaction. To avoid this, learn the nitty-gritty. Show respect, get off to a good start, then proceed with extreme caution while mirroring their behavior. Be proactive and try to negotiate within a friendly, spirited working environment by nurturing a trusting, family-like business relationship with them. Give them no reason to employ tactics, ploys, or stratagems. This behavior tends to inspire the Chinese to use a problem-solving, cooperation-oriented negotiating strategy. Note that even when things are fine, the Chinese may strategically stir up emotions and induce setbacks to see how you handle them and act under pressure. As a consequence, conflicts may arise from time to time as a reality check upon their relationship. These stratagem-inspired tests when managed correctly, serve to further reinforce the level of trust and the strength of the relationship, taking it to the next level. Power Law 5. Win without fighting. Optimally, work proactively and try to eliminate the emergence of undesirable critical situations by adhering to any of the following advice. Understand the history of the other party. Set limits to your own involvements beforehand. Make sure that the other party has an accurate understanding of the signals that you are sending. Consider time and resources already invested as non-recoverable costs and resort to professional negotiators. Before at all engaging in negotiations with the Chinese, read the signs and learn the map. Consider the history of the other party Gather as much information as possible about the people and the enterprise you are to conduct business with. Have they had conflicts with other parties in earlier negotiations? If so, what happened? How was it solved and what was the outcome? Resorting to professional negotiators might be valuable both as part of the proactive approach as well as in times of crisis. Indeed, their experience enables them to better control the situation which might be of particular importance when dealing with sensitive political negotiations. Sometimes, however, conflicts are unavoidable. When things get heated, it is not advisable to go head-to-head -head with the Chinese. Rather, use a socio-emotional approach to restart the negotiation process. This can be done by enhancing the negotiator's flexibility and frame of mind by the addition of recreation, dinners, banquets, karaoke, gifts, etc. 
in case when critical situations is already a fact, one or a combination of the following suggestions may prove useful. Step back from the action. Reframe the other party's perception of the issue at hand. Ensure the credibility of your commitment. Bring in appropriate new information. Make sure that the other party has the resources and abilities to make the concessions you require. Use stratagems to restart the process and resort to a third party. Power Law 6. Laugh carefully. Why is humor so powerful in managing relations, negotiations, and critical situations? Humor theory suggests that humor and laughter are primitive ways of signaling good news and consent in a group. Humor also creates relaxations. Moreover, it says something about the person expressing humor. Certainly, confidence, intelligence, and timing are all required for a well-placed humorous comment. The use of humor may be effective in the following situations. As an icebreaker, to smooth and spit up the courteous face as a way of fishing for information, and to say things that cannot be normally expressed, including masks, orders, and taboos. Thus, humor not only provides a strategically effective method for argumentation, but also serves to mask true meanings, making direct statements appear indirect. The effective use of humor may also serve as a plausible way to express discontent, since it permits the speaker to express a problem while at the same time saving his face or that of the counterpart. By using humor, the statement is off the record and not an official part of the negotiation. Still, be cautious when using humor as it is risky and requires sensibility. Making mistakes early on with the Chinese can have negative impact. A misplaced joke can certainly result in undesirable consequences, such as loss of face, which in turn may lead to retaliation. Also, avoid using humor as the formal part of negotiation approaches. Instead, save the use of humor primarily to the more informal, courteous face. Hence, the earlier in the process humor is used, the more time there is to work with and the more rapport there is to be gained. At the same time, the stakes are higher. Certainly, without deeper knowledge of the other party's background, you stand a greater risk of failing. Thus, use humor accordingly and at your discretion. The rewards could be exceptional.